Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and go to whatever podcast app you use and hit that subscribe button. If you like to watch your podcast, we have a YouTube channel as well. Go check us out there and leave some likes and some comments and get in on the conversation. While you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about Raised on the Radio. A little side note here for you musicians and artists out there. If you like the beats you hear on the show and need some inspiration or would like to get a hold of one of these beats, make sure to hit up our good friend Ace Ha at Ace Ha Beats on YouTube and at Ace Ha Beats on SoundCloud. Raised on the Radio has a brand new promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. In today's world, it is tough to navigate through the craziness that is the supplement industry. It's also easy to get caught up in the crazy labels and promotion instead of really knowing the ingredients in the products and the quality of the product. With True Nutrition, whatever you're looking for to satisfy your health and wellness needs, they have you covered. They even have a whole section of their site that is dedicated to vegan, paleo, keto, and dairy-free products. Just go to the newly revamped truenutrition.com, look at all of the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in ROTR in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. You won't regret it and you'll never have to question the quality of your supplements again. Raised on the Radio's listenership continues to grow with every episode. We are always looking for great sponsorship and collaboration opportunities. If you or anyone you know has a business they are trying to grow and want to jump on board with us, email us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com. We would love to connect. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out their email or on the social medias. You can reach us at raisedontheradiostl at gmail.com or on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok pages. We also have a website where you can find all of our content. Head on over to RaisedOnTheRadioSTL.com. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into this episode. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of the show. I am Colt Brocato, Patrick Blair in Zoomland as usual. Another question to start off this show. If... You were to see that the Saved by the Bell cast was doing a live show and they were touring around the country. Would you buy tickets for that? No. No? No. I already know why you're asking. Because you want to go to the Boy Meets World live podcast. There's no want to. I have tickets. And meet and greet. I'm doing it all up. I wanted, I wanted to tell you flat out because I know you're going to make fun of me and I want to hear it all. <laughs> really, you wouldn't even think about it. Like if, say, if the Say by the no. Bill cast was coming through no. and Kelly Kapowski was on it too and you could meet her, you wouldn't even be interested yeah. in doing that? No. No? Hmm. Okay. What am I going to do? Tell her that I jacked off to her a thousand times when I was You probably wouldn't be the only person. Hey, <laughs> you probably wouldn't be the only person do? to tell her that. I'll keep those thoughts to myself and I'll just stay away from her. How about that? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Someone posted that boy meets world thing. Okay. So the picture that I saw, Ben Savage isn't even doing it. Is that a fact? Yeah. Because it's the podcast. So Ben's not a part of the podcast. 
Right. It's just those so three. So why are you interested if the star <laughs> of the show isn't even doing it? I'm a fan of those three, and I like the podcast, so. Well, explain who those three are, because I don't think people know. Uh, Will Friedle, Daniel Fischel, and Ryder Strong, who were Sean, Eric, and Topanga on the show. Are you excited to meet Topanga? Uh. Not, so you, not, as on, not as much as like a second. Will Friedle. What? Okay. What? He's in a really good movie, underrated movie from the 90s called Trojan War. Have you seen that? Huh. You need to see it. It's really good. Okay. But anyway, um, maybe we can watch the trailer before we get out of here. That'd be cool. So explain something to me. I think going to see a podcast live has always been odd to me. It have is. you ever done that before? I haven't. It, it it's odd, but it's also like a new thing, right? I mean, po- like for something like that, it hasn't been a thing for at all. Like I think podcasts yeah. are just now to a point to where they can actually do that. To do live shows? Yeah. People have been doing live shows forever, dude. You say forever? Like that's the actual yeah. podcast? Yeah. Like who? Who's doing that with the po- who's been doing that with the podcast for so long? Like I mean, he, even, some of the ones offhand. Even huh? even like, um, like are, are Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer doing it with Two Bears One Cave? Are they doing? They're doing live shows. They right? do it, but they just started yeah, doing do that it. within like the last year. I think hasn't no. been that long. I don't think has it. No, I mean the Fighter and the Kid used to do live podcasts. Uh, Michael Rappaport used to do live podcasts. I find it odd. I don't know if I want to go sit and just watch two people talk. Like I get it, they're comedians, so they're they're gonna be funny. But like I, I don't think it's a pod like a, a a podcast that they're doing on on stage. I mean, like they're they're bringing theatrics and stuff to it. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think it's <laughs> what dare I ask what I, those theatrics? No, are. I, I'm not saying just like Pod Meets World. I'm saying any of them. I'm I'm sure they're not just coming in and bringing a guest in and just having a podcast on on stage in front of people. Is what I'm saying. No, they are. What do you think it is? I, I mean, I don't. I don't think that's what Pod Meets World is doing because I've seen and heard clips from different shows that they've done, and it's not just them doing like a podcast. They may bring they may bring on other guests for, that have been on the show and stuff like that, but it's not just like them interviewing people. Well, that would be lame. Why? Who are they going to interview? Isn't it about Boy Meets World? Well, it is, but they do. They go over episodes individually, but they also bring oh on people. Goodness. They go bring. They bring in people who are on the show. Also, like behind the scenes people and all that kind of stuff. That is so upsetting. <laughs> I can't believe. I mean, I, I guess I don't know. I mean, you say that, but I bet they sell out the pageant, which is sad in <laughs> so many ways. Just sad. Again, I bet if the Saved by the Bell cast were doing it, I bet they would have already sold it out. Oh, well, um, without a doubt. But they wouldn't do that. <laughs> so you've seen okay. clips of this already. Please look up a clip and show me what they do on stage. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I, I've i seen it on social media. I'm assuming it's on YouTube. Let's see. I remember this. So I was looking up while you're doing that. I was looking up the Trojan War trailer. Uh-huh. I remember I was showing my wife this movie because she hadn't, she didn't think she had known about it. But the only trailer I can find on YouTube is like a shitty VHS version. So I don't know if I want to play it. It could be bad. Maybe. 
Anyway. <laughs> you know, I think our personalities did start to, you know, we always say that when you start a show, they write for you. And then as the show progresses, if you have. See, the I mean, they're talking about the, the it's going to be talking about the show for you. Right. So they were kind of picking up our And this doesn't strike you as dumb? No. Hmm. I'm good with it. I'm happy. How much how much did you pay? Uh to go well, it was, see in person them talk about the show that they're no longer on. It's it's meet and greet too, I think. So I think the tickets were like 150. A piece? Yeah. <laughs> we need to have an intervention, man. Nah. nah. Um. Well, Godspeed. Good luck. Have fun. Thanks. Appreciate that. I'll I'll share this trailer with you because that is making my brain hurt. I'm surprised you Hang haven't brought here. this up. If you've already, if you've seen that this was going around, I'm surprised you hadn't brought it up before I told you. Uh, you know what? I was going to. I thought I tagged you in something, but maybe I didn't. I was going to. Uh, but I was going to be a real smart ass about it, and the person no. who posted it, I didn't want to. I didn't want to make them feel bad, gotcha. so I elected not to say anything. And was then it, I just what, forgot. Was about this it. person that you put that posted it? Were they like? Are they going? Were they excited about it? I believe. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I'm not the only one in your circle, or at least in right. the people you know. <laughs> right. Here you go. VHS original trailer. This is worrisome. So you've never heard of this, huh? I haven't. This is so. This was from '97. Man, I'm surprised he was doing. I didn't know he was doing anything outside of Disney at that time. I guess so. Jay loves in it too. Really? Your boy, you're going to see one of your boys here coming up. Oh, really? Okay, who's this? Michael Anthony Hall. Is that Danny Trejo? Yep. Where's my boy that you're talking about? Who, am I, who are you talking about? Well, I thought he was in it, but maybe not. Hang on. Who is that? Was that Kathy Griffin? Yes. So we've watched quite a bit of this clip, and I still don't know what this movie's about. You don't see what the movie's about? No. <laughs> His adventure to get a condom so he can bang that girl. That's the whole And then movie? in the process, he realizes he's in love with Jennifer Love Hewitt instead. You know, the typical boy-girl. I think he was dating her at the trauma. time. 
like in real life? I think life? he was, yes. Yeah. Peace is in love. It's war. Trojan war. <laughs> get it? I get it. Wow. Huh. Are all guys jerks? Yeah. Okay. I think your boy's in this clip. Yeah, there he is. What are you talking about? Oh, was that Danny Masterson, really? And uh, Jason Marsden. If you say so. <laughs> what was he in? He was in uh, Boy Meets World. No. I was going to say step by step. But... All right. Enough of us being total dorks. Anyway. Yeah. Go watch that movie. It's decent. Okay. I'm just now realizing that that trailer is terrible and it does the movie zero justice. Yeah, that was that, that was pretty awful. But you you, you know you, you mentioned Ben Savage earlier, so it was actually kind of funny. So apparently they've asked him to do the podcast like originally before they started it, and he didn't really want anything to do with it. And recently, I guess he put in his name in the hat for uh, pol like he's doing something in politics. But I think he's like completely okay. on the opposite side of where everybody else is. <clears throat> so, meaning what? As far as their views go and what they, as far as everyone else on the show, yeah, their poli yeah, their political stances are different than what his is. Oh, is he is he a MAGA guy? I I'm not 100 percent sure. I haven't looked into it. But the reason why I bring that up is because they talked about it on the show. Because I guess they got a lot of emails about it, and they wanted to know what their opinion was, and they pretty much all said. Um, I, all I, all I know is that in the past I have not agreed with his, his, uh, his views on things and I haven't talked to him in a while. So I'm assuming that it's the same as it was. So pretty much they were just lightly saying, uh, I would not vote for him. <laughs> so he's the douche of the cast. I guess. I don't know. Did he seem douchey when you seen him in the bar that one time or dance club or wherever you were at? I mean, he was doing the jitterbug, so you tell me. Is that a joke, or are you being serious? I'm being serious. Wow. Yeah. I know it doesn't make him a douche, but, uh, <laughs> you know, the best look, I guess. Yeah, I guess not. Well, <clears throat> you have fun. It sounds terrible. I will have fun. I will send you Yeah, I totally pictures. forgot to bring that up, too. When I saw it, I didn't think it was, I was like, no way. People are going to go, and then I was like, wait. I should ask Colt if he's going to this. And then I just forgot. Damn it. <laughs> but it's good that I found out now. So I can publicly shame you. Yeah, I appreciate that. I knew you would. So I wanted to go ahead and get it out there. Let's take care of this now before you hear it from yeah. somebody else. You really thought that I would go see a Saved by the Bell podcast live? I thought about, I thought maybe you might. No. Why would I be interested in that? I don't know. But uh, let, let's talk about something else from that time. So MTV News just announced that it's shutting down. I didn't even know it was still a thing. Yeah, I was going to say, is that news? I Apparently, like it's it's pretty current news. Like the announcement was just made, but I think it's owned by like Paramount. Yeah. Well, I, I read because it was a bunch of layoffs. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Why does there need to be news at MTV? But also, did they ever report the news? Ever, I don't know. So I was reading an article earlier. I can pull it up, um, but it was it was saying that they they went over everything from like pop culture to um, 
like actual actual news and stuff. I, I don't know. Was it an actual news station at one at one time or not? No, it was always on MTV. They had MTV news segments, but like in between, did they do it in between ridiculousness episodes? Because that's all that like <laughs> plays on MTV now. I I don't know. Let's see. Um. Okay. Let me share this. But but who like? I guess with the layoffs, it means there were news anchors that needed to be laid off, which is even more astonishing. So CNN, a major Paramount division, announced Tuesday it will shutter MTV News and slash its U.S. workforce by 25%, bringing an end to the iconic music video network's news division that once covered a range of issues from pop culture to politics and became a household name for Gen X and millennial adolescents. Yeah, I mean, I remember that's the way it used to be, but I is it still like that? I don't you know, is it an act? They called it a news division, a division of people. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the fact that they still had a job up to now is pretty crazy, right? It already been significantly scaled down in recent years. Comes less than a month after BuzzFeed announced it would eliminate its award-winning news division and Vice Media canceled its acclaimed Vice News Tonight. Yeah. During the 90s, MTV News also provided an alternative to traditional cable news that appealed to young Americans. Did it now? I think it did. When I was a kid, sure. Uh, everybody knew Kurt Loder. Yeah. And uh, what was the girl's name? Uh, Tabitha Soren? Hell yeah. Yep. yep. Do you know that huh. Kurt Loder's 85 years old? Really? Like he just had a birthday. And the, the post I saw, he's 78. Okay. Not as old as I thought, but still. It was just, the post was, Kurt Loder, 78 today. Do you feel old? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. A little bit. Uh, I think the shittier thing about that is that they're laying people off. You know, like, but that's the thing. Like, if you're, you're just out of college, do you go, I want to go work for MTV? You know? Like, is that really like... I mean, not now. At one time, probably. Well, that's what I mean. Like, now, you know, a kid gets out of college and they go, you know, they're they're a media student or a communications or broadcasting student of some kind or whatever. And, um, you know, how many of them go, I want to go work for MTV? I don't even know if that's even, a, like, something that is said, let alone be a thought, like, be a, like, let alone be a direction. Like, I don't even know if you even... Is there is there you know any I mean? is there any TV or cable station that you would think people would be saying that about these days? Like, I want to go work for this TV station. Cable cable station. Yeah. ESPN. Okay. Yeah. For sure. That's true. That's true. For sure. Fox News, CNN, MSNBC. Okay. I don't. Know, I guess I just but didn't tie MTV to that. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of more thinking about. Let me think about this. Music related, no. They're, they don't even exist anymore. Maybe CMT. Because apparently country music is still incredibly lucrative to the point. Like, they, I saw... Never mind. I'm not going to tell you that. Um, <laughs> maybe CMT. Okay. I could see wanting to go work for them because it seems like... Who owns them? I don't know, and, Does, but I, I don't remember who it was. I think it was, um, did you hear that episode of the Punk Rock MD, NBA with that tank, the YouTuber? 
it was a few months back. Who's that? He, he, I don't know. He's just a YouTuber, but I listened to the episode and he was talking about, I want to say he was running merch or doing something for a country artist. And he was talking highly oh, of, yeah, country, of country music and saying like, it's literally the best genre of music to work in. Well, I mean, how could it not be? Because people still sell millions of records. Yeah. They have their own award shows. They have their own everything. I don't, I mean, I don't see why, I, I mean, I wouldn't want to do it, but I don't see why it would be not beneficial in some way. Right. If you're trying to, you know, blossom a career in the music industry, that might be a good place to start. Yeah. So CMT is owned by Paramount. So does Paramount just own everything now? Like, are they just, yeah. Well, they bought Viacom and Viacom was the company that owned MTV, BET, Comedy Central, so on and so forth. So, well, let's see. Well, let's see what all Paramount owns, but they own a lot. Yeah. So, do you think there's comedians out there that are trying to get a Paramount special now? Oh, wouldn't doubt it. Although, you know, I was listening to something the other day, and they were talking about comedians having specials and stuff now, and how most comedians now are just like YouTube is the route to go because it's money in your own pocket. Like you don't have to worry about. You know, like trying to get a Netflix special or, you know, used to be Comedy Central or uh, yeah. HBO or something like that. Now it's like, do your own thing, put it out, make your money off of YouTube. Yeah, but here's the thing. How many of those guys, and I believe me, I've heard them say this, and, and I get it. There have been some really good specials in the last two years to come out on YouTube. But how many of those guys would say no to Netflix if they came calling? Well, that's true. I, but I get it. I get it. Uh, I don't think it's a bad move or a bad idea. But so let's see. Paramount, $30 billion revenue in 2022. So they have, this is like just their divisions alone. They have Paramount Pictures, Paramount Streaming, Paramount Media Networks, Paramount Global Content Distribution, Paramount Consumer Products, CBS Entertainment Group. And then they have subsids. Bellator MMA, Simon and Schuster, and VidCon. Wait, they own Who are their they own Bellator? Yep. No shit. I didn't know that. So here are all of their brands. Uh, CMT, Comedy Central, Flix, Logo, MTV, Nickelodeon, Nick Jr., Nicktoons, Paramount, Pop TV, Showtime, Smithsonian, Teen Nick, The Movie Channel, and TV Land. Huh. It's a lot, dude. That is a lot. It's a lot. Do you, do you have Paramount Plus? No. I don't either. Should I? I don't know, dude. I, I can't keep up anymore. I still have Netflix, and I couldn't tell you. I watched a movie on a movie Netflix on there sucks. the other day, and I that's the first time I've even watched anything on there in forever. I'm, I mean, this is my privilege showing, but every time I turn on Netflix, I just get frustrated with how slow it is. Yeah. Like, the only time I turn it on is to see if there's a new special on or to put on a show. My son's favorite show is on Netflix. So gotcha. Other trying, than that, trying to think of what the last, I think, uh, it might've been Andrew Santino's special might've been the last thing that I've seen on Netflix. I definitely watched that. Yeah. Uh, I was going to watch the John Mulaney one, but, Oh no, that's what I watched. That was the last one. I, I watched a few in a day oh. though. Yeah. I didn't even realize that was existed until yesterday. Yeah. I didn't realize he had put one out. Yeah. I've heard bad things about it. 
I'll eventually watch it because I don't care what people. I I think you'll make my own. I mean, I think you'll enjoy it. It's of course what you think it would be. It is a lot of him talking about his intervention and his rehab and all that kind of stuff. But I think he does it well. I, I think. I mean, I laughed out loud quite a few times. Well, the clip that they chose to use on Netflix, like the thumbnail clip, is not good. It did not make me want to watch it. Really? Okay. No. No. But I can see why that would be appealing to his audience. Yeah. Or to a potential new fan or new audience. Right. You know. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll eventually watch it. Yeah, Netflix is, I don't even, I don't have any, other than Love is Blind, I don't have any reason to go there anymore. Yeah, still haven't seen that. Yeah, you don't need to. It's it's not, you'll, <laughs> you'll survive. But like, if you think about it too, like all of these networks have different networks within them. Yeah. So like they own all of this, but then so like CMT has CMT and then CMT Music, which makes no sense. But I guess it means one's a music video channel and the other is stupid reality tv mtv still has mtv mtv2 mtv classic mtv live mtv trace mtv u why you know i didn't even know the showtime networks there's showtime 2 there's showcase there's showtime extreme showtime family showtime next showtime women um tmc has a tmc extra Nickelodeon, Nick Jr., Nick at Night, Nick Music, Nick Tunes, Teen Nick. I know uh, all that. BT is no longer with the company. They moved under CBS. Wonder what I Nick? Know wonder what Nick Music is? What kind of music are they playing I'm scared. on there? I'm scared to know. I'm scared probably like, to know. Probably like BTS and stuff, right? Who's BTS? Or is it BTS? Is that that Korean pop band? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Try to not hold that information <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> Since we're talking about Nickelodeon, it made me think of this. So have you seen the uh, Aaron Carter documentary on Hulu? I have not. I I, won't, I don't know if I want to. It seems oh, it's a bummer. very, it's depre- a bummer. very, very I, depressing. It is. I'm fascinated by music documentaries. I'm even more fascinated by, you know, the the biographical ones that kind of shed light on you know perhaps someone who has passed i kind of i like to i like to watch them i like i like bummer things dude i guess i don't know but so i was i was incredibly curious to see i just wanted to see how they a i wanted to see like who of his family would choose to be in the film none by the way i was wondering i was wondering if nick carter would but i nobody i i yeah, I mean, because I think they're touring and stuff, too. I think that probably has a big part of it. I mean, also the fact that I, I don't know. Like, okay, answer me this. What? How are they showing him in this show? Like, are they putting him in a good light? Is this no. like, are they talking about him from like a young age to to now? Or is it all about his adult life? Or what? Like, you said no, the whole, all, the it's, whole an, pro- it's an episodic show, right? You've only seen the first episode so far. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if a second one. I mean, this was two days ago that I watched that, so I haven't seen a second one. But like, it's essentially 
from what I can see, the theme of is it the theme of it is troubled child star. That whole that whole pitch is that whole theme is like was a child star, couldn't come to terms with being a child star, and everything went south after that. That type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Obviously there's more to it than that, and that's why you watch. But yeah, there was so much about him that I didn't know. Like I didn't know his sister OD'd. Oh really? A couple oh yeah, like a couple years before um he did I think it was more than a couple, but I didn't know that she OD. I didn't know he had a sister that OD'd. Um and I mean him and, and Nick Carter, the dude from the Backstreet Boys, weren't on speaking terms at all. Yeah. Like I, he basically wrote him off. Yeah. So like you remember when we talked about it when he died, the video of Nick at the show like weeping on stage. And I remember my immediate thought was like, Hey, why did you go why didn't you just drop off tour and go be there? It's because they weren't like he had pretty much disowned him. Yeah. That's why. Which okay, I guess, but you know, I, I I'm not gonna criticize that because I, I haven't been in a situation like that. But I didn't know that until I watched this. But the whole reason I bring it up, I mean, it, it's if it is a bummer, I'll say that. But like the whole reason I bring it up is I, I was annoyed by something that I saw in it. There was this girl who was a child star who was in it, and I guess she does a podcast. Uh, my wife told me she was in some Disney show um, with Shia LeBleu. Um, Are you talking about um, Even Stevens? Whatever show. Yes. Yeah, she, she was in that she show. Was, she was Rin. Uh, so she, sure. So she, well, I don't know what other show she does, but she actually does another show with Will Friedle, too. Oh, boy. Another podcast. podcast? Anyways, yeah, yeah, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so she has a podcast, which is, is sort of, the idea of is it is it's it focuses on the mental health of child stars. Okay. So she has a lot of guests on who were former child stars who have been through it. So she was going to have. So she kind of shows up in the beginning of the episode and talks about Aaron Carter and talks about who she is, whatever talks about her show. And, um, but the thing that annoyed me is that she was going to have Aaron Carter on. And he didn't show up, right? So there's this whole buildup to like, well, she must have had a conversation with him and become close with him. That's why she's on this documentary. No, he never showed up. So there's this whole buildup. And then she goes, yeah, you know, when he didn't show up, that's when I knew that things were falling apart for him or he was in trouble. And I'm like, why are you here? Right, yeah. You didn't even talk to him. Right. Like, I looked at my I looked at my wife and I go, this fucking annoys me. This right here, this bullshit. Like you didn't have to be on here. Don't use his death as a way to fight. Like I get it. You were a former child star, and so was he. So you can you can relate to him in that way. But you didn't know him. You didn't even have a conversation with him about him being a child star or the troubles that he's having. You're mm-hmm. assuming all of this, and now you've come on this documentary and you're projecting your own desires to be in front of the camera and desires to talk about your podcast. It's like she was benefiting off of the death of someone else. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's technically what Dare it I is, go yeah. back to the conversation we've had yeah. the last podcast. I get and it. And it's gross. Yeah. I was like, why are you here then? That annoyed the shit out of me. I was just like, it's one thing to like, maybe have her on to talk about 
being a former child, former child star and her troubles. Right. But don't act like, yeah, I knew something was wrong. Like I knew this was like the down, the, you know, like you don't know. How do you know? Yeah. You had a conversation with him, probably his publicist or someone else to get him on your podcast. He agreed to come on. He didn't show up. So now you're going to speak about his troubles. You don't know his troubles. Right. I just, I was like, like, ugh. like, could you imagine if we, you know, just the, the slim chance that we were to get someone like that on our show and they don't show up. And then we get a documentary calling us Hulu calls us and goes, Hey, we're doing a documentary on said person. Do you want to come on and talk about your experience? And I'll be like, what experience? He yeah. didn't come on the show. Right. I, yeah, I don't want to make anything up. It, it That just feels like they, when they were trying to make this documentary, they're like, well, who can we get? And they, and they just, try, I mean, I guess it's to important it to have her. Yeah. I mean, I, it's important to have someone to be able to tell that side of the story. Who's come out on the other end. That's good. I get, like I said, I get all that, but, but also it's a documentary about Aaron Carter. Not about her. So then again, why? Exactly. What, what's the what's well, the point here? But again, I'm not even upset if you just go on and any any. I mean, they had other former child stars, and they had, uh, you know, people that knew him and people that kind of knew him and people that only interacted him through television, whatever. Were speaking about him, but they at least had the interaction. Like you never had, you never did the show with him. So like for you to like claim you know what his troubles are and I just thought it was weird. I thought it was it was gross. Like and, and for the for the producers and the director and the writers and whoever for them to keep to keep that in the, the documentary, I was like, ooh, did I guess they don't see it like I see it, obviously. But I don't know. Do you find that odd? I just think it's odd behavior. I think it's odd for you to be like, yeah, that was his downfall. What? How do you know? Just because he didn't show up? You don't, I mean, like, you don't even, were they even, they didn't even give the reason on why he didn't show up? It was just, oh, he didn't show up and that's when I knew there was an issue? What? Huh? Yeah. She, she, she linked it to a bunch of live videos he was doing on his Instagram where it sounded like he was doing drugs to fast forward to, I was supposed to do a podcast with him. He didn't show up. And she just made the assumption on her own. And then decided to tell this documentary that was her assumption. It's like, keep that to yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't even care if you come on and say you didn't show up. Right. And then we can make our own assumptions. But like, I don't know. Just made me feel gross. (laughs) But it ultimately made me think right away, like that situation I told you about. And I was like, oh, God. That is the same thing to me. In a way. But... <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty dark. I recommend it. I, 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 well, I'm fascinated by that stuff, so that's why I watched it. But who are some other? Well, you know what my other takeaway from this thing was is it's got to be nice to have Backstreet Boy money. Why? Because they had uh, AJ on it. Because uh-huh. I think front of the Backstreet Boy group, I mean, he made it seem like he and Aaron spoke regularly and. He tried to get him to go to the rehab that he went to and so on and so forth. But, dude, whatever house he was in, <laughs> on whatever beach he was on, bro. I was like, damn, that Backstreet Boy money is strong still. Dude, this place was 
balling. I was like, God they're, damn, they're, this place is They're beautiful. probably making more on this tour they're on now than I don't doubt it. They ever thought about before. I don't doubt it. Well, I don't know about that. When they are at their peak, dude. Well, I know, but I mean, think about like what a ticket cost back then versus what a ticket costs now. It's true. It's true. And, Do you think? Well, if they're smart and they're getting a cut of the beer sales and alcohol sales, also, you know, they've got go like there. they got like forty and fifty year old women that are just getting drunk out of their mind and going to these shows singing Backstreet Boys songs. Just getting banged up, just <laughs> rocking their body. Yeah. Uh, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Do you think their streaming numbers are up big time? Like, do you think they're a high streaming artist? Mm, I don't know. I Let's mean, they, they've put out a few albums over the past few years, I think, haven't they? I have no idea. Have they? I, I only know because I actually bought a CD for my wife. Uh, I think the mm. I think it, it was a few years ago though. I think it was called like DNA or something. That's quite a few years ago though, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't. I guess my my thought is I don't know if they're picking up a new crowd or not. Like if they're appealing to younger generations still or not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they're doing okay. Uh, the song Everybody Alone has 458 million streams on Spotify alone. Dang. Yeah. And they're doing, uh, what is it? Tide? Is it Tide commercial? What's the commercial that they do? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Doing, where they're in, in the poster? So, <laughs> I Want It That Way has 924 million streams so it's about to reach a billion streams it's already reached a billion through all streaming services yeah they're doing okay man yeah i'm sure they're doing all right they're doing okay i guess i want it that way it's the biggest one yeah is that that's their biggest song right probably easily so they put out an album the last album i guess is called orphan i don't know dna is the one you're talking about yeah. The highest streaming song on Spotify from that record is Don't Go Breaking My Heart. <laughs> is that a cover? Is that the cover of that why song? Are, why are they why are they putting uh sixty eight million streams? So God, they're doing good. <laughs> yeah, that backstreet boy money. Like I said, man, it's strong. Strong. What did you say earlier about them? Do you think they're doing better on this store? Yeah, probably. Well, it's the nostalgia thing, right? Yeah, for sure. But I guess Boy bands have made a comeback too. So are they garnering some of that new new wave of boy band fans? You mean are they gaining new fans? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. May maybe in the fact that like the nostalgia for the older like our age people like are having their kids listen to it and maybe taking their kids to the shows and stuff too, they may be getting them that way. But yeah. I don't necessarily know that like a 12 or 13 year old girl or, or boy, whoever is like actively looking for Backstreet Boys. I don't know. I could be wrong. But yeah, as you said, a, you lo- it- a lot of these bands are getting like new kids on the blocks touring again and a lot of these bigger boy bands. Do you think that a 12 or 13 year old boy is actively seeking out Limp Bizkit or Corn? I don't know. Potentially? Maybe. 
so the other day I drove by a skate park and saw a couple of kids skating and I, I looked at them and I just looked at the way they were dressed looked at them skating I drove by you know and I go I wonder what kind of music they listen to and I said to myself I bet I'd be really surprised whereas when I was a teenager if you drive by a skate park odds are Everybody's listening to what you would expect them to be listening to yeah. at that time. Yeah. Based on how they looked and like it was very sort of you could you could profile, I guess, if you want. But pick, I saw pick, these kids and I was like, nah, I don't even want to try to pick attempt to even pick five pick five bands. If you at that time, not now, at that time, if you were driving past a skate park, give me five bands you think they would be listening to. When I was a teenager? Yeah. Five artists? Yeah. Or bands, whoever you think they're listening to. Five artists. Yeah. At the skate park. Uh-huh. Deftones for sure. And I'm just thinking of my area. Okay. Deftones for sure. Pennywise. I'm going to say Bad Religion. I was trying to think of like a rapper, but I'm going blank. You don't think it's anybody that's like a lot more punk? Or maybe it's not. Pennywise. What's more punk oh, than yeah, Pennywise? Good point. Yeah, good point. Pennywise, Bad Religion. Deftones, Pennywise, Bad Religion. Uh, believe it or not, a lot of Sublime. And I'm going to say 3-6 Mafia because I thought about, <laughs> I'm going to go 3-6 Mafia. Yeah. Okay. I think there was a lot of 3-6 Mafia happening. Or Project Pat. Yeah. Okay. So I was a little bit... Whereas I drove by this skate park, I was like, I don't know what these kids are listening to. I'm trying to think of some of mine that might have been, like if there was a skate park in my area. Maybe, since I'm a little younger than you, I would say like, maybe like the used. Sure. Bands around like that. Yeah. Speaking of that, I just, li- I was listening to a couple of their albums yesterday. That they are, I don't know if I consider them underrated because I think a lot of people really like I them, but I, I really I like them. I consider them underrated for sure. Yeah. I think they've always been sort of lumped into the Screamo mall, Screamo mall core, mall Screamo, whatever you want to call it, yeah. sound. And uh, they've put out some great records, great songwriting, great songs. What, um, do, you, what do you think about uh, Sum 41 coming out and announcing that they're breaking up? Uh, I didn't think much about it other than that sucks. You know, yeah. you would think like a band like that would just reap the benefits of being some 41 and all the hit songs they have and just keep touring and keep putting money in the bank and which i thought they were but, i thought they were more doing like a lot of these festivals that's going on now but apparently they're actually touring they're touring. i think they are but, you know, I mean, they've been touring but they, they do the festival circuit for sure Well, yeah i'm sure that's involved too but i mean like i thought they were just like pretty much just doing that but they're touring with a simple plan and mm-hmm. the offspring yeah, I would 100% buy tickets to that show. Uh, that'd be fun for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I will. I wouldn't mind. Some 41's fun too. Like yeah. live, it's very fun. I think I. I want to find the, this festival because you brought up the used. I think I seen Go some 41 once at Point Fest. Uh, yeah, they were there. In fact, I think I played that one. I think it was the same year that like Say Anything was there. Yep. 
and they yep, had that, that they had that yep. big uh, that big thing the building like right in the middle and people were like climbing up and sitting on top of it while yep they were playing it was pretty crazy say anything there's a band I haven't thought about in a while I only the knew band. one song but that song was huge for a minute that was a big song yeah that was going to be our wedding walkout song really <laughs> yeah but we uh didn't have a walkout <laughs> got married in Vegas so <laughs> We had songs, but we didn't do that one. Obviously, yeah. I'm trying to pull up this festival lineup, dude. This lineup is insane. Which one is it? Hang on. It's called Blue Ridge Rock Festival. It's at the Virginia International Raceway. Oh, okay. And, dude, I guess there are four four different stages. Um, but, dude, no, that's last year's. Damn it! Why won't this load? Hang on. What's the one that's in Vegas here in a couple weeks? Is that the... Uh, I don't know. Is that the... uh, I don't know. I got some friends that are going. I can't remember. Like, I know, like, Mr. Bungle's on it and some other... Really? Yeah. Um, Huh. What was that? What's that? I'll have to look look it up later. Of course, loud wire will load. Hang on. So, full (laughs) lineup for 2023. Dude, look at this lineup. I'm going to share my screen. So... Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So you got one, two, three, four stages, and then you have a club experience. And on the first day, Flo Rida and Vanilla Ice are playing the club. Second day, Two Chains and Soldier Boy. Third day, Three Six Mafia, ICP, and Project Pat. The fourth day, Scott Stapp, Ten Years, Nonpoint, Tantric. I can't read the rest, but dude, what? Holy shit! What is that? Dude, look at all these bands. So four different stages on four different days. But so uh second day, Evanescence three day or second stage, Evanescence Three Days Grace, Highly Suspect, Rise Against, Machine Head, Vince and Neil by himself. Cypress Hill, Atre- Dude. Why? Yeah, these lineups are insane. Dude, CKY's huh? on there too? Yeah. Megadeth, Asking Alexandria, Taproot, Drowning Pool, Gemini Syndrome. Dayseeker, Bad Omen, Chevelle, Limp Bizkit, I Prevail. Like it's just all over the place. So here's the one. So the used is headlining on one of these stages on Saturday. It's the used Spirit Box, Our Last Night, Amity Affliction, Memphis May Fire, North Lane, Fifth Run Autopsy, Bury Tomorrow. Make like that's a great like that's I kinda want to go to this. September seventh through tenth. Hey, scroll scroll back down. I want to see the rest of those. Oh, you got of Mice and Men up there and Crown the Empire, both on the same stage. Um, betray you, escape the fate. Wow! Is it dude. sad that I'm more excited for the club experience on Saturday night, which is Three Six Mafia? <laughs> That's ICP pretty dope. Project That's pretty dope. What I'm a- not gonna lie, that or the one on Friday night. What's or the-, the one on Thursday with Flo Rida and Vanilla Ice? Get that the fuck so out of cool. town! Yeah. What's the What's the one above Sleep Token? I can't see what that says. Where are you at? Right there, where your mouth. Yeah. Uh, what does that Polyphia. say? I don't know who that is. All you've got, uh, yeah. uh, what's his Tech name nine. from Cyper or uh, underneath Cypress Hill? You got a uh, what's that guy's oh, name again? Him. him, yeah, yeah. What's the question marks? Is that a band name? Ah, dude, who knows? I can't keep up. <laughs> who knows? The Black Dahlia Tech murder. Nine, Electric Callboy. Static X, dude. This is insane. Dopes on there. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> Suicidal Tendencies is playing? Dude, this is an insane show. Yeah, it's crazy. Avatar, Cold, Blue October, Finger 11, Stabbing Westward, Coal Chamber Trust so Company. Blue October, Finger 11, Stabbing Westward are on the same day as Beartooth and Papa Roach. Oh my God. Dude, I want to see Trust Company. I want to see Trust Company so bad. Of course you do. Uh, God bless you. Man. Dude, that's, that is a sick lineup. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a, what, a three so day? Fun. Is that a, how many festivals or how many days festival? Four. Four, damn. Parkway Drive? Yeah. Asking Alexandria, yeah. Megadeth? Dude, that's insane. So, speaking of Asking Alexandria, Loudwire put out this list of 10 bands that weren't the same after a band member left, uh-huh. and they were one of them. Okay. Didn't you tell, did you go see them with the singer that, the second singer they had? No. Or was that not you? No, I, I've, I seen them, but it was just like a couple of years ago with Danny. Yeah. Uh, but that was with Papa Roach and Shinedown at, um, Chaffetz. Uh, okay. Yeah. I remember somebody showing me videos of that, that the guy that replaced the dude, mm-hmm. uh, the original singer. I was like, ah, it's not that bad. But he wasn't even a singer in the band they got him from. He was a guitar player. Wasn't even a front man. Oh, really? Like, oh, that's that's risky. I mean, Danny's but, definitely got a unique voice, so I could see they would be it would be majorly different. Asking Alexandria is one of those weird bands, though, because they, uh, like, after Danny left, they put out records, or at least one record, bad-mouthing him on the record. Really? Yeah, like they were, they had one of the guys from the from the band like bad mouthing Danny on the record about him leaving the band and stuff, and then it went into like the new singer and all that, and then all of a sudden he comes back. Like I don't know that I, I mean, if you want to go in the media and bad mouth or go on social media or something like that, that's one thing. But if you're actually going to put it on your record, that's kind of yeah, that's weird. Weird, and I don't know that I would want to come back to a band like that. Yeah, that's extra effort. Yeah, he's back and he's with the band. Yeah. Yeah. Flyleaf. Yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah. Like I said, the second the 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 girl they got to replace her was good. And I it was good live. It was I, the records were okay, but yeah, I guess it wasn't the same. So the one I don't agree with on this list, it's like some of the other ones, Panic at the Disco. Who left who left Panic? I don't know. I don't know if I knew that one. I don't even know. I didn't even know that was a thing. Um Band Switch Sun is Guitarist Ryan Ross took the songwriting lead on the album, but inside the band there started to be creative differences. Between Ross and singer Brendan Geary, shocker there. Ross and bassist John Walker exited the next album. Huh. Okay. And yeah, they, they were never the same, but maybe that was a good thing. I'll say, what is, is I mean, sound-wise? I, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to listen and see. So the Chili Peppers one I don't agree with. So they're basically saying that when John Frusciante left the band, I don't know... Like they're saying bands that never sounded the same. I'm like, well, isn't that what this is called? Bands that weren't the same. Oh, bands that weren't the same. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I think the record they put out after John Frusciante left with Dave Navarro, One Hot Minute, is one of the more underrated records of the 90s. I think it's really good. In fact, I like it more than any of the records they put out after Frusciante came back. I know, like, Californication is, like, this huge Chili Peppers record, but right. I don't know. I like One Hot Minute better. 
That's one I don't agree with. Okay. Sick puppies. I, I I don't know anything. I mean, I knew that the lead singer left. Um, I think I can't remember what the guy's name is. Brian something, the new guy, the new singer. What Brian Scott? Yeah, that's it. Brian, that? Brian Scott. Uh, you'd have to look him up. I don't know where he came from. That might say in the article, but oh, they have Stone Temple Pilots. How dare you, Ian Loudwire? Why? Why did so? You told me that too off the air. We talked about that. Why? Uh, why do you say how dare, how dare you with? I love Chester and that band. Well, they always oh, from they, the Union Underground. They still Ooh, weren't the same. Yeah, my, that was my I mean, that was my bad. thought. Is like I'm not saying it it turned bad. I'm saying that it was way different. Yeah, well, that's true because you yeah. can't recreate. You know, you, you just can't. Yeah. Well, you said Three Days Grace, and how are they not on the list? Right. You have to agree with that. Good point. Uh, not the same. Sure. Still doing okay. Well, I'm not seeing that. But I guess it's bad, not but... success. I, I don't know. Yeah, that, that, that title is it's not confusing, but it Yeah. I get what you're, I get what you're uh, saying, yeah. I did see I, I did just see the other day though that uh uh Adam Gontier actually did a few songs on stage with Three Days Grace not too long ago. Yeah. And I think that was the first time he's reunited with them on stage since he left the band. Yeah. Yeah. See, see what happens with that. I wanted to ask you uh, real quick. The do you do you remember Wolfmother? Were you ever yeah. a fan? Actually, I think we talked about them nah, recently, didn't we? Not really. Okay. They had like yeah, three. Really. They had like three songs that I really liked. They had a couple that I. And I've listened. Were, yeah, I've listened quite them, a bit. Like uh, I, Joker and the Thief. That was a good one. Uh, sure. D- Dimension. I don't know if I remember that one. Dane, yeah. Dane Cook always pops into my head for Dimension because he used that as his walkout, his uh, song for one of his stand-up specials. Jesus, why do you know that? I don't know. It just stuck in my head. It's that Boy Meets World podcast mentality. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember Dimension? Let's pull that up real quick. Wow! Oh. <laughs> that was a pretty rough yell, but... Yeah. You know the song? Oh, yeah. That was a good one. And then... Was yeah, that- they're a cool band. I, I wanted to dislike them, to be honest with you. Oh, but wait. Wasn't wasn't wo- cool. wasn't Woman their big track? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Please don't play that song. <laughs> oh. Oh. <sighs> See, when I heard that, I was like, I, I'm going to hate this band, and I know I'm going to hate this band, <laughs> but they had other songs. I was like, okay. They've charmed me a little bit. Right. Anyway, you got anything else to go on or you want to roll Let's out? Let's get out of here? out of here, man. Let's get out of here. We're out. We're out.